Hello to all you Eagles fans out there. This is episode 15 of the Missing Link Podcast. Your connection to the Eagles through the eyes of a fan. We're going to be reviewing that amazing 31-13 victory over the Buffalo Bills. We're not dead yet. What a great win. Feels good to be on the pod talking about a win rather than two blowout losses in a row. Eagles ran the ball effectively. Carson Wentz didn't turn the ball over. The defense actually forced some turnovers for a change. Refreshing victory. It was awesome to see like so much passion finally in this team. Seemed like the last couple of weeks they've come out with just completely flat, not interested, not playing the way that I know that they can. And the talent level and the passion finally came together and showed us today what really happens when they can play together as a team. The defense helped the offense out of tough spots. The offense took the pressure off the defense. And special teams was also there a couple of times. Great win. Let's dissect this from the very beginning. Let's start in the first quarter. The Bills started off with the ball. They won the coin toss and elected to receive. Eagles learned that hard lesson last week. It's really dumb to receive the opening kickoff because if the offense doesn't get going, you're kind of stuck. And then on top of that, you don't get the ball at halftime. Their opening third down is stopped by Fletcher Cox with a sack fumble. This was Fletcher's best game of the season, and it started right at the beginning. Opening third down, setting a statement, your best player on your defense makes a great play and gets the offense onto the field in position to score some points. Dream start is exactly what you want to see, three and out. Offense gets out pretty hot, starts with two straight runs, and then has a third down with a quick pass to Nelson Aguilar, and I'm almost falling out of my chair because this team's starting to play together. You're starting to see these plays using their weapons effectively. They started out up-tempo. Didn't really take a lot of time in between plays, kept running up to the line. Clearly, Doug Peterson wanted to change it up and make sure that the offense had a different rhythm to them, a different swagger. It was really putting the Bills on their heels because they weren't probably expecting that because we hadn't run it like that all year. Wentz is wearing gloves both on the right and left hand. I'm not sure if that was a temperature issue or a grip issue, but I was worried about it early on that it was affecting his throwing. But as the game went on, he was throwing completely fine with it. Third down comes up where there's a slant to Alshon Jeffrey. Ball's nearly picked off. Wasn't a great decision on Wentz's part. Offense turns the ball over. Defense then stuffs a third down run. Offense gets the ball back. There's a pass interference. And then Aguilar has an end around for about 16 yards. And you started to see this creative game plan going on with Doug. He was using his players in creative ways. There were a lot of screens. This end around was just the beginning. It was great to see the creativity back in this offense. Ever since Frank Reich left town, I just haven't seen this in 2019. There's been a lot of basic concepts in the West Coast offense, but I haven't seen any variations off of that. After that, there's a mini screen to Miles Sanders with a great run after the catch. Goes 25 yards. Started on the left side, made a couple great cuts in the middle of the field, ended up going around to the right-hand side. Jake Elliott comes out, kicks against the wind. The wind was about 20 miles per hour left to right. Elliott nails it. The Eagles go up three to nothing. Finally, an Eagles offense scores in the first quarter, and we actually have a lead for the first time in a couple of weeks. It was just, it really was a dream start. You know, the defense came up to play. Offense put three points on the board. Come on, defense, let's shut them down one more time. What ended up happening was actually the complete opposite. There ended up being two personal fouls, really, really dumb penalties. One was in the pocket, and then one was when Josh Allen was running down the right sideline. Malcolm Jenkins tried to pull up, didn't do it in time, ended up hitting him in the head. They're going to call that every single time. That's how the first quarter ends with the Buffalo Bills having the ball and driving. 
there's a false start, and then there's an ineligible man downfield to start the second quarter, so the Bills are backing up into the red zone. Eagles still give up a third and goal to Cole Beasley, who Gary had a, a difficult decision. Josh Allen rolls out to the right. It's either guard your man and let Josh Allen walk in for a touchdown, or you run to Josh Allen and force him to throw it, which is exactly what happened. Cole Beasley's wide open. Touchdown Bills. Bills are up 7-3. to three. Offense comes back and answers with a Miles Sanders 15-yard catch. Third and four comes, and I don't know what exactly Doug Peterson was thinking here. Inside run to Nelson Aguilar. It was kind of like a little like flip like they used to do to Brian Westbrook back in the day where he kind of flipped it inside, and he gets crushed by the middle linebacker. I understand creativity, but you also have to understand what the situation is, and it's third and four, and I'm not sure running an inside run with your 185-pound receiver is the best call in the world, but defense comes back out on the field, gets a stop. Offense then gets the ball, has an absolute dime to Alshon Jeffrey down the left-hand sideline, and now we're finally at the two-minute warning where the game really changes. As this game's going on, it's really just a back-and-forth bend-but-don't-break. This two-minute warning comes out, and the Bills end up trying to run this quarterback power run they send two blockers in front of josh allen and he starts running brandon graham strips josh allen of the ball and then recovers it himself just an absolutely incredible play brandon graham really comes up big in big spots this was just another example of that punches with the right hand gets the ball out and now the momentum completely swings in the eagles direction because they have the ball in the red zone wentz has a pass to goddard for a touchdown and then a two-point run by sanders puts the eagles up 11 to 7 and we go into halftime feeling pretty damn good about ourselves. The biggest thing about football is that it's an 11-man game, but it's really a 22-man game. The offense needs to help the defense. You need to keep them off the field, give them their rest, and you need to score when you're given opportunities like this. The defense, on the other hand, needs to help the offense in certain spots. You know, the offense might have a turnover, the offense might not be rolling, and it's up to the defense to create a turnover and set the offense up for success. That's exactly what finally happened in this game. Both of those units have not been very complimentary this season. The offense wasn't able to score. Defense kept giving up long passes. And this is just what you love to see. You love to see both sides of the team working together. And that's how you win football games. You go on the road, you have to play good defense, and you have to score when you're given the opportunities. Can't be turning the ball over, and you got to really pounce when an opportunity presents itself. So the Eagles coming out of halftime, feeling really good, receiving the ball. Miles Sanders really breaks this game wide open with a 65-yard touchdown run. What was so wonderful about this run was it was a two-back set. Both Jordan Howard and Miles Sanders are back there, so the defense is probably expecting a pass because Sanders has been catching balls all day. They run Jordan Howard as a lead blocker straight ahead. Miles Sanders cuts right off of him, off his block, which was awesome, and heads right down the left-hand sideline, outspeeding everybody. It really was the Miles Sanders coming out game. You saw special vision, you saw speed, you saw stiff arms, you saw composure. Miles Sanders is a player, and if we continue to use him in the right way with the passing game, setting up creative runs like this to help open up space for him, he's going to have a long, successful career with us. So it was just awesome to see the rookie put the team on his back, run for 65 yards, and the Eagles are up 17-7 to after a Jake Elliott missed point, but we don't really care, right? <laughs> so it's 17-7. to and we're all feeling good about ourselves. We need the defense to come back on the field and stop this Bills offense, and then we'll really be cooking. The defense, unfortunately, did not have a great drive. They gave up multiple third downs, which was pretty frustrating to watch. They gave up plays of about 13, 16, and 8 yards. It was just, one was a crosser with Cole Beasley with Sidney Jones in pursuits. One was a John Brown catching right in front of Jalen Mills. 
there just wasn't a lot of stopping this Bills offense on that drive. And it was frustrating because you come at a halftime with a big score and you just want to see the defense bottle up a little bit and really kill the momentum. But Bills drive down the field and Devin Singletary, their rookie running back, slips out to the left-hand side and catches a touchdown pass. It was a good pass, but it was really bad defense as well. Broke two tackles, runs into the end zone on a full-out blitz by Jim Schwartz, which Josh Allen's really struggling at this point. He's not accurate. He's throwing things that are just basically wide open. Can you tell me why on a third down you're sending the entire house and making it easy on him? You're throwing the entire linebacking core and a safety at him when he all the only read he has to make is, okay, who's fast and who's slow? And he sees that Singletary is matched up on a linebacker and throws it right over top of him for an easy touchdown. It's just not good defense. That's just not what you should be doing against a quarterback of Josh Allen's caliber didn't play particularly well you're really kind of making it easy on the quarterback by setting the house because he has one read to make so the eagles are up 17 to 13 Wentz comes out has a huge pass down the sideline to jeffrey which shows his arm strength because it was against the wind and it showed that the glove wasn't affecting him whatsoever because that was an absolute dime it was a third down offsides that really helped us because the offside penalty negated a third down miles and howard are basically just going back and forth on this you know thunder and lightning driving it down the field and boston scott third string running back was on our practice squad for a little while comes in and scores a touchdown which (laughs) between Miles Sanders going back to the uh, locker room with a shoulder injury ended up after the game he's okay not going to affect him long term and I think Jordan Howard was a little sore from all the pounding he was taking Boston Scott comes in all five six scores a touchdown for all the little guys out there everyone's feeling excited everyone's happy for him you could see in the end zone they were excited that a, a player like that got a chance to score and the Eagles are up 24 to 13 good vibes all around the unfortunate thing is whatever comes up must come down and the defense gets a stop on the next possession boston scott catches a punt return ends up fumbling it that's classic third string player you live with the highs and you have to live with the lows josh allen gets sacked on that ensuing possession by brandon graham and there's a fourth and ten set up i don't know about you guys and gals but when i was sitting there watching it I'm like they're definitely going to give this up because they haven't had an opportunity to stop them in any way shape or form when it comes to these third and longs So fourth down, Josh Allen tries to find John Brown across the middle. Ronald Darby comes up with a pass breakup, and I'm jumping for joy. Finally, an Eagles cornerback is in frame, stride for stride with a receiver, and knocks down a pass. Let's go. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) That brings us to the end of the third quarter. Wentz is sacked. We end up giving the ball back to the Bills. They have three straight runs for some reason. When you're down 24-13, you'd think you'd throw a little bit more. But this was the drive of the game. This is what really set the Eagles on the path to victory. It's fourth quarter, and Wentz and the offense goes on a 8-minute, 17-second drive, 14 plays, 11 runs, and 3 passes to end up scoring with the end with the Jordan Howard touchdown. A couple of highlights during this. Wentz had a third down run for a first down. He had a 10-yard run on a QB draw, but it actually, after the game, was said that it was a screen to the wide receiver. Wentz basically faked it, faked the wide receiver screen, ran straight into the middle, gained 10 yards, all on instinct. You'd love to see that. Love to see him using his legs finally. Like, he's not worried about the injury. He's not worried about any of that stuff. He just wants to win. Jordan Howard has an awesome 15-yard run, and Ertz had an 18-yard catch, which set up the Jordan Howard touchdown run. So the entire team's working together. You shave off eight minutes in the fourth quarter. Basically half the quarter's gone. And the Bills are now down 31-13. And all hope is essentially lost. 
Teams go back and forth for the rest of the fourth quarter, trading blows. No one scores. Eagles are running the ball to kill the clock. Bills are trying to run. Not seeing a lot of success doing that. And the Eagles end up winning 31-13. Some highlights from a statistical perspective. Carson Wentz was 17-24 for 172 yards, one touchdown. He had 104.9 rating. I thought he played awesome. Very succinct. Not a lot of plays wasted out there. Didn't put the ball in harm's way. Ran the ball when he needed to. He was eight rushes for 35 yards. That's just the right amount. You're not overly relying on your legs, but you're using them strategically to gain first downs and keep the defense on their toes. Jordan Howard, 23 rushes, 96 yards, and a touchdown. It's been 40 straight games that the Eagles have not had a 100-yard rusher, and I was really hoping Howard was going to get there and break that streak, but four yards short, still. Clearly our lead back, clearly someone you can rely on, and someone who always falls forward. He's kind of like Ezekiel Elliott in that way where, you know, he's always kind of gaining a yard or two at least. He's not really getting driven backwards and he's not letting himself get his legs taken out from under him. Miles Sanders, three rushes for 74 yards. You can certainly take that average to the bank. Uh, 65 of those came on one rush, but he played a heck of a game. He was also three for 44 as a receiver. So over 120 yards total from the line of scrimmage. Awesome game by Miles. And total rushing as a team, 41 rushes. 218 yards and three touchdowns against a top 10 Bills rushing defense up to this point. So came to play, really established dominance on the line of scrimmage, which was not the way most people thought this game was going to go. They thought the Bills had a better defensive line and we were going to have trouble there. We were running all over these guys. Alshon Jeffrey led the way with four catches for 64 yards. Some of those catches were on Wentz, just throwing a perfect ball. And Jeffrey in particular had a great catch on the right-hand sideline where he really extended and caught a ball for a first down earlier in the game. Dallas Goddard had a touchdown again, which was amazing. He's really coming on strong. Wentz has started to look his way more since Ertz has been covered a lot more. And it's been kind of a struggle to get Ertz the ball. So Goddard being open on -on one-on-one coverage, taking more advantage of that as time goes on. From the defensive perspective, Josh Allen was 16 for 34, 169 yards with two touchdowns. One of those was on that Beasley. The other one was on that Singletary, which I both thought were bad defensive play designs. He wasn't killing us at all. Obviously, 16 for 34 shows us that he was having trouble just completing passes. He was 8 for 45 on the ground, which led the team in rushing. I don't know what we were doing. There wasn't a lot of QB spy action. We kind of just let him run whatever he wanted, which he was definitely doing early on in the game. Once we bottled him up and kept him in the pocket, especially after that fumble, I think he started to be a little more gun-shy about running. It really turned the game around. Frank Gore looked really spry, but he only had nine rushes for 34 yards. Not the best. John Brown was leading the way on their side, five for 54 Overall, the Bills' rushing attack was only 20 carries for 98 yards. Great job by the defensive line. Quarterbacks leading the team in rushing outside of Lamar Jackson. It's a good thing. Overall, I mean, what a team win. To have so much inner turmoil between that Orlando Skandrick shit earlier this week, to anonymous sources, to the butt-kicking you received from the Cowboys last week, and then the Vikings before that. It's just great to see this team come together. And Orlando Skandrick may well have saved the season because that team that came out today... That was a team with a purpose. That was a team that was really feeling themselves and confident in their abilities, and they played with passion. And when you see an NFL team playing with that kind of passion, that's a dangerous team. This is not the end of the road, though. Eagles are 4-4. and That's great to see. We're at the end of a three-game road stretch. We can finally take it easy and actually have a game at home for once, but it's against the Chicago Bears. And the Bears just lost on a last-second kick to the Chargers, so they're going to be angry. They're going to be coming in wanting to prove themselves against this Eagles team, and they're going to want to get a win of their own because they're 3-4 and and they're searching for answers. 
This is their last game before the bye week. Eagles need to come ready to play next week against the Chicago team, who is similarly built. Good defense, not a great quarterback. Wide receiver options are better, though, as is their running game. So the Bills were a great test to see what the Eagles could do in that particular scenario. They came out with aces. Happy to see that. Feel good about this win, but get ready for a great team next week in Chicago. I hope you all enjoyed the game. So excited to preview the Bears. Eagles are 4-4, four and four, not dead yet. Plenty of season left to turn this thing around, and it starts next week in the NFC against the Bears, who are also vying for a playoff spot. So, say it with me. Fly, Eagles, fly! Thank you for listening to this edition of the Missing Link Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please share this with a fellow Eagles fan that you have in your life. Enjoy an ice-cold victory beer Sunday night for me. Go Birds, baby! <laughs>